Welcome back to Mostly Sports, hosted by Ian Rencast, Nolan Sullivan, and Matt Malcolm. You're listening to us on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. And cut to Nolan for this week's score <laughs> opening. Oh, I like that. Like uh, that? A91. 91. Wow, generous. Okay. I think you Matt? do letters. Uh, A minus. <laughs> 89. It's 89. kind of fun to just, like, always forget every single week. <laughs> I'm always, like, when you kick it over to me to rate your... To rate your intro, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Because <laughs> I like always forget. But I liked that one. Nice and to the point. <sighs> Thanks. So we'll give you this guy's, or this guy's, <laughs> uh, this week's schedule for this program. Uh, mostly sports. These guys' schedule. It, these guys' schedule. Uh, first, we're going to start with the NFL um, playoff games. Finally come to a close. We have our Super Bowl matchup, Bengals and... Rams. Rams. Slip my mind. Um, Joe Burrow. Let's talk about there. Um, also, Tom Brady. Maybe he's retired. Maybe he's not. We don't know. Um, so we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, then we'll get into some NBA and our favorite one of our one of our new favorite segments. Guess who? Uh, where I pick an athlete and these guys have to guess it. Then we're gonna finish off with our world famous segment, shot clock. Uh, I was I competed both times last week because we were making up for one. So this week. You won both? Yeah, you won both. Obviously. Yeah, came crazy. To, didn't you? Yeah. You came, were very victorious last week. Came back from the edges. So this week's judge is going to be me, since I completed both times last week. And let's just dive right into it. I mean, how about those Bengals? Joe Burrow. <sighs> Holy cow. Who day? So did you guys see the Joe video? Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. Did you guys see the video of, uh, I think, Tony Shelvin? Is that right? Um, one of the offensive linemen that got drafted to the Bengals. And But anyway, in the national championship when Joe Burrow won it with LSU, Tony Shelvin's walking off the field with Joe Burrow on his shoulders, and he also went to the Bengals and did the same exact thing after they won the playoff oh, game. Oh, cool. And That's uh, cool. there was a side-by-side of them uh, just celebrating. It was just kind of a cool thing. Yeah, um, no, I didn't see that. One thing I do kind of want to say, I kind of feel like Joe's jumping the gun with the cigar. I kind of feel like the job's not done yet for him, and he should hold off on the cigar until after the championship game. <laughs> I don't know. That was that was just spooking me a little bit. Spooking, you know, I might be superstitious. I, I but, can see that. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like he's celebrating a little bit too early. Needs to just focus on. It's kind of his thing though. And I just checked. It was Tyler Shelvin. Just Tyler. To, Tyler yeah. Shelvin. Um, Tyler Shelvin. And. I don't know. It's kind of his thing. I think he did it last week, too, and maybe the week before that. I mean, if it's working, you just got to go with what works. I didn't know he was doing it after every game. I don't. I think just playoff games so far? Maybe not. Um, hmm. But you know how that was his thing, like, after LSU won the national championship? Yep. But I, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Just feel like he might be getting a little bit out of his headspace a little bit. But who knows? Maybe it's his thing. Maybe it's like, you know, some players eat a Snickers bar before they play a basketball game. And that's just their thing. Maybe he just has to smoke a cigar afterwards. Marshawn you know? Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Skittles. Skittles. There you go. All the time. Yeah. Everybody's got their thing. Right? <laughs> Did you have a thing? Uh, my thing was usually... My thing was always, uh, well, I always had a particular warm-up where I would do the Steve Nash warm-up. I would go underneath the basket, and I'd shoot, you know, like up close, alternating sides. That was kind of my thing. Yeah. Um, that's not, doesn't really, like, it's not like a cigar, but I mean, it's something I would do to, <laughs> It'd like. It would be funny if, if you were smoking a cigar before a high school, <laughs> before a high school basketball game. Well, I'm just saying it's not like a Skittles or like. No, no, no I'm, like ju- a, I'm saying it would just yeah. be, <laughs> be so funny. <laughs> oh, wait, illegal. Not funny. The age is now 21. Right, is that right for smoking? Oh, that is right. I think yep, so. That is right. I did not know that. You know, yeah. because of all of my smoking. Just kidding. I've never smoked anything. <laughs> um, but yeah, what did you have anything, Matt? Do you have a ritual? I mostly just stretched like a lot. I did. Yeah. I did a pretty extensive stretching routine with a, a with a ball in my hands. Usually, mm-hmm. you're a great stretchist. Thank you. 
Yeah, you do have a very extensive stretching routine. It was much longer in high school, if you can believe that. So, really? So you've cut it? Oh, yeah. That's wild. Now it's down to like 7 to 10 minutes. It used to be more like 25. Yeah. I. It's bad. Stretching is so important. It makes it, it makes you feel so much better. Yeah, it does. Um, and in high school, like I was a big stretcher. Like Our coaches were so big on stretching. The first 40 minutes of soccer practice almost every day was just like getting more limber, like doing more stretches. And now it's like, I just, I don't have the patience and I just suit up and play. <laughs> and it's so dumb of me. And like, or another thing, I did not realize how important it was to like cool down after a run. Yeah, that's a good point too. And like, I remember after I ran a 400, so like I ran the four by four in high school and a couple times I like didn't cool down afterward. And I was just so tight the next day. And then one time I was like, you know, maybe I'll do this cool down thing that our coach is always making us do and that I keep skipping. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I just felt so good the next day. After, like, I, I didn't feel like I barely ran at all. But, <laughs> but yeah, in terms of pregame ritual, I don't know. Nothing much. Before soccer games, we'd usually go to Subway. Um, nice. Get like a six-inch sub. Before basketball games... Always got always got to run into the bathroom before the game starts, right before tip, and then you just make sure that you're set for the rest of the game. <laughs> you don't have time to think about that during the game, you know? It's true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah. Subway and sometimes going, <laughs> sometimes Subway and then going to the bathroom. Yeah. So bringing it back to the NFL, let's just talk about the Bengals really quick. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals... What a full game. And I mean, the in overtime against the Chiefs, yeah. the defensive stop... I. Honestly, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I thought Mahomes was just going to punch it right down the middle of Travis Kelsey. I mean, he had Travis Kelsey wide open in the middle and just totally missed him. Yeah, that was so that what, was in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Oh, that was was that the fourth quarter? Yeah, that was right at the, that was at the end of regulation. End of regulation. Yeah. Oh, and then the interception came in, in overtime. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But man, it's a, what a testament to the defensive line. I mean, they were just handling the Chiefs offense. And I think Mahomes was rattled at the end of the game. He just wasn't getting any passes off. They went three and out in overtime, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they went interception in overtime. That's right. Yeah. Interception on third down. Yeah. Um, but th- it's true. Like, yes, they were just running them in the second half. Totally different story in the first half. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, I watched, I watched every minute of the game. And, I mean, in the first half, so th- the Chiefs came out and scored two touchdowns on their first two drives. Hmm. And it was fourteen to three very quickly, um, and it was just like, I I I think Matt even heard me say this. I was like, you did, or I did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I said, man, I really hope this just doesn't get out of hand because it was twenty one to three, you know, with it was twenty one to three in the second quarter, and then you know, Bengals come down and get a touchdown to end the half. That starts to get them their momentum, and then they just outperformed the Chiefs in the second half. Um, Chiefs defense had been stifling for the last, the like the second two thirds of the season. They were allowing, you know, in the teens for points every game, um, and so I mean, Joe Burrow he just he stayed calm. Um, it was it would be super easy to get rattled in that first half against yeah. you know former Super Bowl champs. Um, well, of what like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Bowl champs, MVP, they're just running it and gunning it. Um, and it didn't look like they had any answer. And then finally, it's just like, all right, my time to shine. And Joe Burrow played a great game after that. 
And the defense had incredible stops. It was it was it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Going to the Rams, Matt Stafford, what an incredible quarterback. Holy cow. Yeah. How do you think the Lions feel right now? Just humiliated that they couldn't get it done? <laughs> well, I think everybody always knew how good Matthew Stafford oh, of was. Of course. Yeah. I'm just saying a testament to the Lions franchise, really. I mean, A testament to how bad they are? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We knew they were bad, but this is just really clarifying. Yeah, exactly. Just in case anyone missed it. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of sad, you know? Like, we have this franchise quarterback and, like, <laughs> and just we made – I think we made the playoffs one time um, while he was there. Now, I mean, these are Matthew Stafford's first playoff wins, and he's yeah. in a Super Bowl. Yeah. He, uh, he hadn't won a playoff game until this year, yeah. and now he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because, you know, a team invested uh, and got good guys around him, yeah. and here they are. Yeah. Who would have guessed rams Bengals in the Super Bowl? Rams, yeah. that's probably a little bit more predictable, but I think I saw that the Bengals had either the fourth or fifth worst odds to win at the beginning of the season. Wow. Um, I mean, Joe Burrow is coming back from an injury. It's not like he was anything like – I mean, he got injured – pretty quickly in the league and like who knew what was going to happen and you know this second year quarterback is staying calm under pressure it's almost like he thrives under that pressure and is just continuing to grow um also you see his you see his fits before the games yeah it's pretty cool yeah kind of funny (laughs) i saw the comment where the reporter asked him if the diamonds were real and he said yeah they're real i make too much money for them to be fake (laughs) And I was like, all right, Joe, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, just like you said, Rams investing in players around him. I mean, Cooper Cup, a couple key receptions in the playoffs. He's mm-hmm. had a great playoff season so far. He's had an incredible entire season. Yeah, even the holes all throughout. And then Aaron Donald, Von Miller on the defensive side. I mean, they've really been the two key players for the defense, Yeah, the Rams. And, um, I mean, again, just such a well-rounded team. I think the Bengals and the Rams are really going to put on an awesome Super Bowl. I mean, though all the playoffs have been super close, and I'm really excited to see what the Super Bowl has in store. Who do you who do you guys got for the Super Bowl? I'm going Rams. I'm sticking with the Rams too. Yeah. Bengals. Yeah. I called Bengals last week, right? And I'm sticking with it. Yeah. Go Joe. Yeah. All right. Well, you have our picks, folks. And if you're just joining us, you're tuning in to Mostly Sports, hosted by Ian Rankest, Nolan Sullivan, and Matt Malcolm, and you're listening to us on Radio Free Hillsdale, 11.7 FM. And let's just jump right into the NBA. Uh, one thing I wanted to highlight really quick, and Matt, I'm just going to put you on the spot here. You are pointing out to me about Chris Paul just going off in the last <laughs> couple of weeks. I mean, I, I wasn't really noticed or paying that much attention, but holy cow, Chris, Chris Paul. Chris Paul has been very, very good. It's yeah. pretty cool, too. And yesterday we were doing some trivia just with, so in my personal opinion, uh, John Stockton is the greatest point guard of all time, yep. which some people don't like, but I, I just think he is. And Chris Paul, as Ian said, has been on absolute tear. And last night he finished with 19 assists, which prompted wow. <laughs> prompted my trivia question, uh, which was how many 20-plus assist games has Chris Paul had in his career of just over 1,000 games? And the answer was four. Whereas John Stockton played 1,600 games, and he had 34 games with 20 or more assists, That's which is just incredible. insane. Yeah. 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 What a testament to John Stockton. And, you know, actually another um, discussion we've been having recently, uh, just between three of us, is really what the definition of a true point guard is. Oh, yeah. Talk about, you know, John Stockton, Chris Paul. uh, I mean, I think the greatest comparison that we were talking about the other day is you look at a guy like John Stockton and then you compare him with a guy like Steph Curry. Right. Steph Curry, you know, on the stat sheet is considered a point guard. But, you know, you look at his play style and he's really just trying to come off 
off of screens and get catch and shoot shots. But you know, he's also looking for opportunities. But the the main idea is that he's a scorer, right? And yes, he can pass the ball. But you look at a guy like Chris Paul, and it's a completely different story. You know, even though they're both point guards, they both play relatively different positions. So Matt, I don't know, just trying to segue into your description. Yeah, I was just with the the way the game is played today. It seems like positions just don't really matter anymore. Um, just because. I don't know, you got big guys like Nikola Jokic, who, in my opinion, kind of plays like a point guard, even though he's seven feet tall. Um, and I was wondering if just the player who gets the most assists on a team would be a good working definition of a point guard, just because, yeah, which Draymond would also qualify yeah, for the Warriors. Yeah, I was going to say, Draymond Green. Um, yeah, I just want to go back to the 20 assist, the 20 assist game thing. Um, so, as you said, Chris Paul has four. And which is much lower than I would have expected. Um, when John Stockton had what thirty four. Yeah. Um, I want to see if you guys can get the rest of the top five. Um, do you mind? You guys mind me asking? Uh, top five for twenty plus assist games. Yep. Um, so John Stockton has the most at thirty four. Okay, I'm going to say Jason Williams, Pete Maravich. Isaiah Thomas and Rajan Rondo. All right, all right. I want to hear. My first two guesses for sure are Jason Kidd and Mark Jackson. Oh, Jason Kidd. Next would be two older guys, the Big O, and potentially Fat Lever. Wow, that's, those are that's quite a. Anyway, go ahead. Nolan. <laughs> um, shoot, is Westbrook one of them? Uh, am I supposed to answer that? Or? <laughs> yes, my fifth guess is Westbrook. You guys forgot the, you know, ma- one of the best. Magic? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Magic. He's number two. He With? was 22. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nobody, next is nine. This was actually my guess for, I I would have absolutely said him. I said this, I said him for the top five, The or like, I was thinking he would be up there, and it's Rajan Rondo. He has nine. Rondo, okay. You didn't say that. I did, I did say. I did oh. say Rondo. Yeah, that's what I thought. Rondo oh, was did? my last guess. Yeah. Oh wow, yep. nice. Uh, and Isaiah Thomas. And wow. Isaiah Thomas. So got, okay, cool. They both have nine, and then, oh, that's no, that's top four, and then Russell Westbrook after that. Westbrook with eight, eight. Uh, All right. And then, well, also tied for that is Steve Nash. Oh. Wow. I was wondering if he would be on there. I should have thought of that. But yeah, Darren Williams had six. Darren Williams. Wow. Boy, remember him? Jason yeah. Williams never had 20 in a game. Never. Wow. He had 19 once. Um, but yeah, Jason Kidd had two. Um, Mark Jackson and Fat Lever were not. They, they never had one either. That's surprising. Mark Jackson is, I think, fourth on all-time assists. Really? Yep. Scott Skiles had four. Oh, yeah. And then Kevin. He's, he's up there, too, on the all-time list. Kevin Johnson. Oh, yeah. Suns, point guard. He had seven. Like the 90s. Yeah. He had seven. So, I mean, oh, Rod Strickland, that's fun. Yeah, older, I think. Maybe 70s. Baron Davis, Andre Miller. How many did Baron Davis have? He had two. (laughs) Andre Miller. (laughs) Uh, When did he end up retiring? Uh, He, people said he wanted to play until he was 40. (laughs) I think he got pretty close. Yeah, he was around for a long time. I feel like I remember him on the Sixers. Yeah, Sixers and I was going to say the Wizards, but maybe not. You might be right. Um, and then Luca and John Wall are the most like recent 
huh. down on the list. They oh, both have yeah. One. John Wall, that happened just a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Russell Westbrook's 2020-20 game? Yeah. That was insane. That was awesome. I just felt so good for him. So happy for him. But, yeah. So, there's our, those are our, those are our top top assists. 20 cool. assists. That's that's crazy. That's a lot. It's a lot, but also it's just five a quarter, which seems like it. seems doable. It seems doable. Yeah, but, but then it's like you're responsible for Even just from passing, you're responsible from anywhere from like 40 to 60 points. Right. And it's like then add your points on top of that. Your points are responsible for are like yeah. probably up close to like 70 or 80 yeah. <laughs> like involved in those points. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Well, moving right along, let's just get right into Guess Who. Nice. Um, so we amended the rules slightly uh, last week, and we've decided that Nolan and Matt are just going to team up, Woo! and they're going to get 10 guesses, 10 guesses, that. right, oh, against yeah. me to guess who I'm thinking of. Yep. And they're going to alternate back and forth. Who wants uh-huh. to start it off this week? I will start. All right, Matt. Fire one ready. Is this person a football player? Yes. Wow. Great first guess. Thank Coming you. Coming out the gate hot. Nolan? Did this player play offense? Yes. Wow. <laughs> We've really narrowed it down quickly. <laughs> Those are some good guesses. <laughs> yeah. Those are some great guesses. Did this player play in the American or National Conference? He played in both. Good to know. AFC and NFC crossover. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't also, really help us. <laughs> also, I didn't realize it, but I was a little bit lenient with that question. They have to be yes or no questions. Got it. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> um, did this person play in the 2010s? Yes. Was he a running back? Yes. Was this player a Super Bowl champion? The answer is no. <laughs> okay. All right, so we so have... it's not Marshawn Lynch. We have... And we have... <laughs> three <laughs> remaining guesses? Is that it? Seven, eight, nine, ten. Four. Yeah. Four guesses left. Just to catch you guys up to speed, there's been some chatter behind the scenes. <laughs> Nolan and I think that it is either Adrian Peterson, Ladanian Tomlinson, mm-hmm. or... Maybe Frank Someone Gore. else. <laughs> there was a guy... I, I know there was a guy who had a ton of yards, like... I want to say his last name was like Williams. It was, man, it's bothering me that we're trying our best to not look things up too. Yeah, we're trying so. to go just on our own, on our own, you know, smartness, <laughs> <laughs> football IQ, and that's really part of the rules of the game too. I mean, it's kind of assumed yeah. that you know, not going to pick some random like cornhole player like you said before. <laughs> has to be a major sport. Yeah, has to be a major sport. Is it Adrian Peterson? That is correct. Woo! Oh, I knew we would get it. Huge. You guys are doing pretty well as a team <laughs> yeah, we so far. Are. I mean, the first, what, three or four guesses? Oh, yeah. Really did it. That really got it for you guys. What what AFC team has he been on? He's played for... Wait, was it the Jets? Was he ever on the Jets? So, 2007-2016, he was Minnesota Vikings. 2017, New Orleans. 2017's Arizona Cardinals. 2018, 2019, Washington Redskins, 2020, Detroit Lions, 2021, Tennessee Titans, 2021, Seattle Seahawks. Got it. So he's really been, he was really a journeyman towards the end of his career. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of surprising considering his, you know, former elite status. I mean, mean, you know, he's also a Hall of Famer. So he also had some off the field issues. Yeah, he did. Yeah, well, I mean, it's true. Causing him to bounce around a little bit. Yeah, 50 greatest Vikings. 
unanimous NFL 2010s All-Decade team, you know, two times NFL rushing touchdowns leader, 2009, 2015. I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Really quickly, before we get to our shot clock at the end of the show, uh, one thing we did promise we were going to touch on is the trade deadline in the NBA. Uh, but it's important to note that nothing really worthwhile happened this week, worth mentioning. So, uh, Matt, you want to hit us with the deadlines? Yeah, next week. So next week when we record, it'll be the 7th. You guys will hear it on the 8th, and the deadline is on the 10th. So hopefully there's some, some action before yeah. then, so. or at least speculation. <laughs> yeah, plenty of speculation. probably. Whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of woge bombs. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into shot clock. This week, I am the judge since I won both my victories last time. Um, that is not why you're the judge. <laughs> well, it really it just, just so rotates. That you are the judge. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> and the topic for this week is the greatest 80s era movies. Go. Saturday Night Fever. Uh,. Shoot, what else is... Uh, what's the, what's the I think, movie called? I think, Back to the Future. I think Forrest Gump is maybe in the 80s. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. What the else 90s is in the 80s? are so much better. 16 Candles. That's Pretty in, in Pink. Uh, Breakfast Club. Dang! That's the one I was trying to think uh, of. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> yeah, I lost. Um, Good job, Nolan. <laughs> yeah, that's time. <laughs> and I think the winner, I think the pick is in. Nolan, great win this week. The Here's whole time I was just trying to think of Breakfast Club. <laughs> And just couldn't get it. <laughs> Such a good movie. <laughs> I haven't actually seen it, which is funny enough. I was thinking like Rocky. And like yeah, that would have worked anyway. too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just going to about do it for this week of Mostly Sports. You're listening to us on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Ian. He's Noel. He's Matt. We'll catch you guys next week. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. See ya.